Name the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Tonight we see our Lord going back to Lazarus, the one whom he had raised from the dead. And we're told that the Jews, the ones who were against Jesus, who did not agree with him, who wanted to kill him, thought also to kill Lazarus. Because, because of Lazarus, because he had been raised from the dead, many believed in Jesus. This is a wonderful testimony to the work of God. And it explains a little bit about our role in the kingdom of God. You see, we do good deeds every day, we do bad deeds. And we think that it only reflects on us. If I do a good deed, people will say, wow, a good person, good deeds. And compliment and give acclamations. If I do a bad thing, people will say, what a bad person. But that's not all. You see, in our Lord raising Lazarus, people believed in him which shows us that when we are part of God's plan, we can either help people to accept our Lord and love him and give their lives to him, or we can be a stumbling block over which people stumble and no longer have the faith in God that they should have. You might think, well, when has our Lord ever raised me from the dead? Lazarus was very clear. He was clear because he died, he was in the tomb four days, our Lord came, he raised him, and it was a public miracle. Everyone saw it. But, you know, God does things with us every day. God puts us in places, gives us blessings, gives us talents, gives us influence, gives us grace in people's eyes, gives us all of those things. And every time he puts us in those places, and every time we are seen to be doing a good thing, we have been seen to be projecting the work of God into the world, people give glory to God. Now, of course, in this particular situation, they didn't agree with our Lord, they rejected him, and so they wanted to kill Lazarus because of that. But what about us in our lives today? How do we respond to God's work in our lives? Our Lord himself tells us to do good deeds, directs us, so that people may see them and glorify our Father in heaven. And so when we become the handiwork of God, when we become the work of his miracles, people give glory to God. And yes, they may want to attack us because of him or attack him because of us, because of goodness. But that doesn't matter. The important thing is the goodness that is done. The important thing is that we become his manifestation in the world through his work. We have a wonderful tradition in our church, in our culture, 
When someone gives you a compliment, you say, thank God. Ashkur Rabbana. Why are you thanking God? Because God made me. Lazarus would say, because God raised me. Our Lord raised me from the dead. We would say, because God made me. God gave me my talents. God gave me my abilities. God gave me these gifts that I'm going to use for his glory. That's why I thank God. That's why I give glory to him. And so when people see that, they are encouraged because they think if God can do that in you, for you, with you, then surely he can do it for and with and in me as well. Tomorrow we celebrate the feast of the entry of our Lord into Jerusalem, Palm Sunday, a glorious feast. And again, people saw the works of the Lord and they welcomed him. Of course, the scenario will change a little bit later in the week when they say, crucify him, crucify him, but one thing at a time. Now, we see the glory of God. We see people looking with spiritual eyes. We see people rejoicing. We see people receiving the one who fed the hungry, fed the multitudes, healed the sick, raised the dead. We see the one who was glorified and they gave thanks for him. They received him because they saw that he could change their lives. They wanted their lives changed. They wanted a great king. And of course, some, most, were looking at an earthly king. They wanted someone to rid them of the Romans and change the empire and change the rule and put them in glory. But there were some who also understood. The ones who had seen Lazarus raised, the ones who had seen the multitudes fed, the ones who had seen the blind receive their sight, the mute speak, the lame walk, the marginalized and alienated accepted and embraced, the sinful forgiven. And that is what he does in our lives. We often struggle with prayer. We often struggle with prayer. You think, I have nothing to pray about. I, I just, I become blank. I can't think. Let us think of the number of times where our Lord has fed us like he has fed the multitudes. Fed us physically when we were hungry and provided for us and for our tables and for our homes but also fed us spiritually with the bread of life, the Eucharist. Fed us with his love at times when we hungered for it. Fed us with his grace at times we yearned for it. Fed us with his compassion. Let us think of number of times he healed the sick in the scriptures, but he also healed my sickness, the sickness of sin. How many times have I sinned? and come back to him repenting and confessing and have been forgiven. The number of times he has healed me from the burden of sin, from the weakness of sin. The number of times he has raised the dead. The ones we have read about in scripture, but the number of times he has raised me as well. From the death of despair, 
from the death of hopelessness, from the death of grief, the number of times he has stretched his hand out and raised me when I thought that tomb was going to be my final place, where I had laid with Lazarus for those four days and thought there was no way out, where people around me had given up on me, even those who love me most, and thought, he's been dead for four days. There's going to be a stench. There is no way this man could rise again, and yet God has looked at me and at us, at our times when we have died in hopelessness, and he has removed the stone and removed the grave cloths and released us, set us free, liberated us, and raised us once again. You see, as I started, when people see God and his work, they give thanks. So let us also see his work in us and give thanks. Let us look as those who looked in Jerusalem on that day and saw the Messiah and saw the one who fed and healed and raised. Let us look at him and see all that he has done for us and give thanks. This was not a one-off. This will not be a one-off. Our Lord does not feed us once or heal us once or raise us once. He does it for us daily. Whenever we need, whenever we ask, whenever we stand before him, whenever we seek him, he will not leave us. And so tonight, as we lift up our hearts, let us give thanks for the times he has raised us, healed us, fed us. Let us give thanks for all he does for us daily. Let us give thanks for his work in our church, in our homes, in our communities. Let us give thanks for his presence in the world. And regardless of the brokenness that we see around us, that his healing hand is extended to fill us with grace and joy and hope. That with Lazarus, we may rise again hopeful and people may look upon us, see his work in us, and give glory to him. And glory be to God forever.